Welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're reviewing episode three of series eight of Doctor Who. And this week is, of course, Robot of Sherwood. But first, as usual, let's have some news. Now, um, yet again, we kick off with another another passing of someone connected to the uh, world of Doctor Who. And this time it's director Michael Kerrigan. Unfortunately, has died at the age of 61, which is no age at all, is it, really? 61, uh, blimey. So, sort of sadly got used to people from the 60s and 70s passing away, but now you're getting them that have had their thing with Doctor Who being in the late 80s. Yeah, it's it's quite shocking, isn't it, really? It really is. Now, um, Michael... Ke- yeah, exactly. Now, Michael Kerrigan directed Battlefield... Um, which was from 1989, and uh, which we should know is a Professor McCoy story. Uh, but he also directed um, four episodes of the Sarah Jane Adventures, uh, which was Day of the Clown and Secrets of the Stars. So, um, as he says, he's one of a very select few who have worked on the original show and the new franchises of Doctor Who, as the uh, news article puts it here. Um, but it looks like he also directed some things from... I was going to say sort of from our childhood as well, Paul, because he does the... It says here the Basil Brush show was one of his um, directing gigs. The Famous Five yep. was another one. Um, I don't know what the courtroom, courtroom is. Courtroom is, no, no idea. No, The Bill. Yeah, Coronation Street. Or, uh, obviously, we know what that one is. Yeah. Uh, Captain Mac. No, no idea. That one. Uh, Mr. Majika. I know, I know that was Stanley Baxter. Right. That's all I can remember. It was a, a children's thing. Um Knights of Gods, which I remember being an ITV Sunday serial. Right. It's like, I think it's meant to be set in the um, set in the future with some sort of. I thought it's meant to be a sort of like the, the the Knights Templar or something in charge of the country. It was a very very sort of dystopian um, England sort of thing. Uh, thing called Henry's Leg. I've got no idea what the what the hell that was. A uh, number seventy three, yes. which I do remember. Yes, that that sort of. Uh, Brought Sandy Toxley to everyone's attention, didn't it? Yes, it yes. Did. And uh, finally, the Baker Street Boys, which I'm a very dim recollection of watching. Yeah. Sort of, yeah, it <clears> rings a bell with me, but I couldn't tell you who was in it or. Well, I can do actually. Can Ad- you? Adam Woodjack was one of the Baker Street Boys. Oh right, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I, f- I forgot you've been champion- championing his career. For I have years. done. Yes, Adam Woodjack for do- for the next Doctor. <laughs> Yes, for those of you who don't know who Adam Woodjet is, and I'll, I'll assume there's probably people outside of the UK, um, he's famous for playing Ian Bill in uh, the British soap EastEnders. And he has done since the first episode, hasn't he? I think so. Yeah. I think he's probably was. I think he's trying to go for William Roach's record. <laughs> probably almost come from straight from the Baker Street voice. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, actually. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> Okay, so, but anyway, I mean, very, very sad. I mean, such a, a 61 is no age at all. Very, very, no. very, very young age indeed. Yeah. Now, on to, on to happier things. Um, it's a pointless award time. Uh, Peter Capaldi was awarded the GQ TV Personality of the Year. Hooray! And it's presented to him by Jenna Coleman. Um, apparently. Probably one of the few non-controversial <laughs> awards in that. Particular yes. evening, wasn't it? It was, yes, because Tony Blair won the Philanthropist of the Year award. Yes. Um, if I mean, if you can 
calls starting war in the Middle East philanthropy these days. I don't know. But... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm, very, very odd. But uh, yes, anyway. Um, but uh, Matt Smith, um, as people may remember, um, was also named um, Best Actor at the GQ Awards in 2010 and Most Stylish Man in 2011. Mm. So, yeah. Now, there's one thing, and I'm not sort of trying to start any conspiracy theory, and maybe it was a slip of the tongue or, or whatever, but... Um, he says the reason I've got this I've got this award is because I got the chance to play the role of a lifetime twice. Malcolm Tucker in the thick of it. Now I think this is this is the the telling thing, and I also got to play Doctor Who. Hmm. Now is that a slip of the tongue, or is that really it? He got to play Doctor Who. Mm, I don't know. I could, I don't uh, know. That could just be a figure of speech. It could be. It could be. But uh, sure, it'd be better to say. I am playing Doctor Who. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, don't know. but, but, but well, from, from an acting point of view, Series Eight's gone for him, isn't it? So that is true. That is true. It's yeah. But the uh, but, but the rumor started here first, folks. It yeah. started here first. There you go. Now, uh, ratings: the dreaded stats and ratings. Now, into the Dalek. Now, it got was it five point two million overnight viewers last week, didn't it? Yeah, I believe. It. Okay, it it got a full consolidated rating of seven point two nine million viewers. That's more like it, isn't it? It is. Yeah, that's more like it. Um, which I think put it around about ninth place for the week. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So I saw, yeah it, it tends to add about two million, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, now, also along with that, the audience, audience appreciation index uh, score was eighty four, which is around about that was the same as same Deep as... Breath, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Round about that. I can't remember what it was now, but um, yeah, round about that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, as you say, extra two million viewers on the on the old catch-up services and iPlayer and whatever, and uh, everything seems to be all right. Well, so you, you can, everyone can cancel the cancellation. So I think everyone, everyone starts getting panicky, don't they? So... <laughs> well, yeah, you haven't seen who they've cast to replace Kavold. Adam Woodjet, <laughs> I told you earlier! <laughs> <laughs> now I realise why you're starting this rumour. It's all part of your longer campaign. It is. It's all part of my long game, mate. Adam Woodjet is the next Doctor. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. Now the um, before we get into a robot Sherwood overnight viewing figures, uh, there was one sort of other news item that popped up during the week, and that was the robot Sherwood was edited um, right at the end of the episode. Um. Now, basically, it's because the obviously the, if those of you who don't know what what um, what was cut. Basically, there was a beheading um, at the end of the episode, and they basically BBC said they edited that in light of the murder of the journalists uh, James Foley and Stephen Sotloff um, by ISIS. So, um, yeah, a lot no, of people not, not surprisingly, I, yeah, I, uh, I I agree, I agree actually. Um, I think it was a case of damned if they did, damned if they didn't. Yeah, with that to be honest, I think there's a lot of people were actually quite angry that it was um, sort of edited and sort of pandering to the media. I don't think so at all. I don't think so. I just, no. I just, yeah, there are certain things that yeah, if it's that current in the in the news and whatever, then yeah, no, it's it's, it's a bit it's been. Br- it looks you you you'd really criticize them if they put something in like that to catch the news, so you yeah. understand why you wouldn't do it. That's it. Now as for actually what was cut, um we'll discuss that when we get to our review. 
Yeah, I think actually because it sort of um, it sort of ties in a little bit more with some of the dialogue. Um, but of course, I mean, it wasn't. I think the, the day they announced this, it was that poor woman was also beheaded in her front garden in North London as well. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah it yeah. was it was the right thing to do. I feel. I, I really do think it was. was they, they couldn't have. They had thrown up so much. Uh, other news around the, the episode rather than what the episode was itself. So. Exactly, exactly. Um, but of course, this isn't the, the sort of the, the only thing that's been cut from uh, Doctor Who recently because um, Deep Breath was also edited um, for the Asian markets as well, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Where Vastra kisses Jenny, um, but it wasn't really a kiss, was it? It was the more of a kiss of life more than anything else. Um, yeah. Because they've always they've got um, sort of quite strict. Views on um, same-sex relationships, haven't they? In certain yeah, regions, and I suppose if they're paying the money, then it's they can do what they like with it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. I know it's got a lot of people up in arms about um, you know it's you know the world's more enlightened, but okay, maybe more enlightened in the West, but um, in certain regions of Asia, um, it's not, is it? So um, no. that's just the way it is. Unfortunately, that's just the way the world is. So um, you either sort of get on with it, or um, or just keep keep shouting about it. You know, it's um, I think whatever you do, it's, it's not really going to cut much ice with them, to be honest. So, and it'd have been different if, if they'd have said they'd, they'd show it with or without, and it was up to the BBC whether the BBC wanted to cut it. Yeah, then that would have been you could have understood their bit. The BBC should have stuck to their guns, but yeah. I suspect at that point, money is more. They wouldn't have shown it. They wouldn't have bought it from the BBC. So no, apparently it's broadcast on something called the BBC Entertainment Channel or something in that region. Right. Um, so maybe it was the BBC who cut it. Maybe they were asked to cut it. Yeah, Don't but know. I suspect. Yeah, yeah, I suspect there's, there's there's stuff in there of what they get their license to show stuff. I suppose. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, um, yeah. but I say he didn't. You know, he didn't ruin the story as such, did it? So um, no, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, editing it's, that it's, out. So. Yeah, but uh, anyway, the um, overnight viewing figures for Robot Sherwood finally it got like last week five point two million viewers, uh, which had uh, that was a twenty five point four percent share of the TV audience for Saturday night. Yeah, about, about the same, exactly the same again as last week, isn't it? Uh, it was exactly the same, exactly the same rating. Um, but it did put that as the second rated program of the day, though. Right. Um, and ITV won again with the X Factor, but that also dropped as well. That got eight point seven million. Right. So you know it's not. Um, uh, I mean, I've, I'm unfortunate. I haven't got the uh, viewing figures for Tumble for, for, the, for this week's Tumble Watch section. But <laughs> it's terrible. Peter Duncan got knocked out this week. I was, was going to say that that was the biggest shock of the. I know. Of Saturday night. That, that, that ruined my Saturday night. It did. Now, now we... I found it hard, actually, to review this, this week's episode because I was having to watch it through my tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, um, we, actually, we actually saw Peter Duncan once with Sylvester McCoy, didn't we? Do you remember? Yes. In the, um, it's a pub where, 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 where uh, town I live in, Catford, the Catford Ram, it's a pub, and I think they were both doing the, the pantomime there that year, weren't they, at the Lewisham yeah. Theatre? And they popped in for a swift half afterwards, didn't they? They did. Yes, and we were uh, too um, too scared Respect- to go and talk to them. Respectful of their privacy, I think, is the is the. I think it was, it. actually, because we, we'd had a few by then as well, hadn't we? <laughs> yes. It was quite late and by the time they popped in. And Tony was full of these um, Duncan Dares jokes, wasn't he? Yeah. So- <laughs> 
Uh, we won't bore you with that, folks, but right. when you're drunk, it's quite funny. So, <laughs> Okay, well, that's it for the news. But coming up right now, we have a long overdue trip to Omega's Tat Corner. You pester me with trinkets! Now, first up in the Tat Corner, um, sh- shall we do the um, the Titan figures first? Yes. Let's do them first. Now, you, you picked this up, Paul, didn't you? From uh, what appears to be our new favourite uh, Tat website, Entertainment Earth, bringing Hollywood home. You've got to say, like, yeah. I'll, I'll have to get some American uh, to do that for us, actually. It sounds a lot better, actually, sort of... <laughs> Like, like the trailer man or something in a yeah. world, that sort of thing. Um, yes, now the Titans figures. Now, for those of you who don't know what, what these are, we have spoken about these before, and it's like, um, well, I, I, I don't know, they're just sort of like bloody awful pieces of crap, basically. They're like little, little dumpy, dumpy. <laughs> that's, fi- the, that's, that's the official review. The official review. It comes as part of their sales pitch. Tiny pieces of crap. Um, I honestly don't know who these, are, who these are selling these to. I don't know who these appeal to. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just tiny little vinyl figures, little short dumpy things with massive carnival heads. Um, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but there's a War Doctor vinyl figure. It's a convention exclusive, apparently. Right. Uh, now this is coming in October 2014, and is um, priced at. Now, uh, there's no UK prices. This is all uh, US prices, but it is going for twenty nine dollars ninety nine cents. Which seems a tad it's a expensive. Lot. Yes, it's a, a lot for. Yes, it's what is it? Six and a half inches tall. So I yes, it's a reasonable size, but it's just odd because it looks very, very dumpy, and yet it's. Yeah, and it's six, six and a half inches. I just don't know what who this is. Who's this appealing to? I just don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, now, as usual with um, this, this sort of this quality of tat, I should say, they are keeping their finger on the pulse here with current who, aren't they? Yes. Because you can also get um, a Doctor Who Titans 9-inch Beast vinyl figure, another convention exclusive. Now, if you can't remember what the Beast is, uh, this was the gigantic demon uh, from An Impossible Planet, back from uh, David Tennant's uh, first series of Doctor Who, or series two of the new series. Um, Yeah, quite bizarre. So, so yeah, that's that's obviously by popular demand. Obviously, obviously. Now, this is also coming in October uh, 2014. Now, this is selling at the whopping price of $44.99. Yes. I suppose it's because it's an extra two and a half inches taller. It's, I don't know. It's, yeah. I, don't know I don't know many people would pay that much for an extra two and a half inches. But... <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> There's a big difference between nine inch beast and six and a half inches. <laughs> now, this is quite weird because if you if you read the, the the tagline, it says nine inch beast final figure. If you read the description, it says eight inch beast final figure. Ah, oh, right. Well, it's, and then it says the beast stands nine inches tall. Exactly. So, so maybe the description was written whilst it was on the slack. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time they got to the got to oh, the yeah. end, it's nine the, inches tall when the, it comes in a display window box. I was going to say by the time it got the end, the beast was not, was erect at nine inches tall. Oh dear! Oh dear! Um, it's been a long time since we've got any knob gags in it, really. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear! Right, okay. Now the last piece of uh, piece of tat. Now this we really have saved the best till last here, um, because some bright young spark um, has decided that what the world needs is 
the replica coffee cups that the Doctor was holding from Into the Dalek. Yes. Words cannot describe um, the utter pointlessness of this at all. Now, um, these are only available on eBay. He's flogging these on eBay, and apparently they are um, sort of like proper replicas that to, to the to the proper replicas yes they are they they are the, to the minutest detail exactly now it says um they are fully functional they are not toys you can actually put coffee in the cups put oh the, wow put the lid on and feel just like the doctor what, what, what is this actually the question on this is were they actually ones that were designed especially for the tv program or is there a shop that has these just, they, they just sell well. It, it's probably some supplier just sells generic coffee cups. Yeah, and that's all they are basically. Now, yeah. now scrolling to the end of this article, apparently that now this article was uh, I don't know when this was dated actually. But it's around about I think it's Friday the fifth of September. We're recording on uh, Sunday the seventh. So now apparently, according to this, apparently it was uh, at the time this article was written, it already had uh, thirty two bids. Now, this is the bit I, I find utterly astounding. Apparently, the price at that time was a whopping £866.59, and it still had seven days to go. However, I have clicked on the eBay link for this, and there are five days left, which would tie back into the this thing being put up on Friday, and the current bid is only £26. So where the £866 come from, do you think someone just decided they was random bids and started again? Could have done. Folks the bids and started again. Could have done there. Could have done. Um, I can't imagine. They may, well have, they may well have contacted the person who put in the bid of eight hundred and sixty-six pounds and said they're yours. I'm closing the bidding. <laughs> they <laughs> so could have done. The person said no, no, no. I don't want them. <laughs> Sold to the mug. Still living in his mum's bedroom. <laughs> Plastic yeah, mugs to the mug. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's that's astounding. That's utterly astounding. Um, it's amazing what people will put up and people will buy it. Yeah, and actually bid on it. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, so yeah, I think we really did save the best till last there. I think we really did. So uh, yeah, that's it for the news. That's it for Tat Corner. Also, um, I don't think we can really top that at the moment, can we? No, no, definitely not. So, coming up very, very shortly is our review of Robot of Sherwood. So, for another week then, that was the news. Okay, everybody, it's time for our review of Robot of Sherwood. Take a punt. Right. Your choice. Wherever, whenever, anywhere in time and space. Well, there is... Something, someone that I've always wanted to meet. But I know what you'll say. Try me. You'll say he's made up, that there is no such thing. Go on. It's... It's Robin Hood. Robin Hood? Yeah! I love that story. I've always loved it, ever since I was little. Robin Hood. The heroic outlaw who robs from the rich and gives to the poor. (laughs) Yeah. It's made up. There's no such thing. Oh, you see? Old-fashioned heroes only exist in old-fashioned storybooks, Clara. And what about you? Me? Yeah, you. You stop bad things happening every minute of every day. That sounds pretty heroic to me. Just passing the time. Okay, uh, I believe it's my turn to go first this week. 
Yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, I've got to be perfectly honest, when I watched this on Saturday night, I really didn't like this at all. I sort of got that impression. I didn't, I didn't actually watch this till about till gone midnight Saturday night. Right. Because I was out my Saturday Saturday. So I'd, well, I'd stayed off of uh, looking at anything. And hmm. once I'd watched it, I saw your comment afterwards. And I thought, oh, that's not good. Yeah, which was... <laughs> if you've actually even bothered to comment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I really didn't like this at all. Um, however, on the second viewing before we start recording today, I kind of enjoyed it more. And I don't know if it was... I just wasn't in the mood for that kind of episode when I was watching it last night, because it is a, a very humorous um, kind of kind of story. It, uh, it, it's a romp one, isn't it? It is a romp. I hate using that word. It's, it's the sort of word the sun uses to, when, when someone has a sex party. So, <laughs> it was a, a sordid romp. But... Um, yeah, I, I just wasn't... Really... <laughs> it was a sordid romp. I was using swords all the time. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, well done, Paul. I set them up, you knock them down. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, when I watched this last night, it really bugged me that it wasn't... I know what we've seen of Capaldi so far been two very, very dark stories, and this was a completely different tone to what we've had yeah. the last couple of weeks. Which is fine. You know, you can't have dark every single uh, week. Yeah. You've got... I think that's, that, that's a point, isn't it? If, yeah. if you do, then it just you start to moan that everything's becoming a bit repetitive and his character doesn't do anything different. Exactly. Yeah, you've you've got to balance it up, which I can understand what they're you know what they're doing. But um, I thought this was more of a Matt Smith Doctor story, yeah, than um, than a than a Capaldi one. And I, I th- again, I know I've seen him for the past couple of weeks, but it doesn't seem to suit. This twelfth Doctor, not on the first viewing anyway. And yes, certainly, certainly the scenes where he's going around checking whether the Merry Men are real, I yeah. felt was very much. Yeah, I could have more imagined Matt Smith doing that. Yeah. Than. Than Capaldi. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And what I also didn't like the, was the one where uh, Robin Hood, the Doctor, and Clara are chained in the dungeon, yeah. and it was the bickering between Robin and the Doctor, I really hated it because they made the Doctor into a buffoon. He was acting like an idiot. Now, I know it's meant to... It, I don't know what this one-upmanship between him and Robin. I know that's meant to be the comedy bit, but when I watched it last night, it really annoyed the hell out of me. And by the time I got to the end of the episode, I, I actually thought to myself, I do not care if I do never see this episode again. Right. That's how much I disliked it. Um, but I thought, okay... Let's watch it again. Um, as we always try and watch it at least a couple of times before we before we do a review. And I've got to admit, this afternoon I I seem to have put that in my mind a bit more. And I just enjoyed it for what it was. I think this is definitely really. an episode where you probably just need to switch off and just let it yeah. happen. Yeah. But if you're sitting there trying to be critical of it, which obviously we end up having the tendency to do. And I'd quite like to have gone back and redone my review of last week's one <laughs> during the week because I felt I was just a bit too grumpy about that. Um, this so, so perhaps I went into this episode thinking, "Go on, no, just enjoy it. Just let it. Don't don't be too serious. Let it wash it. over you. Yes, indeed, yeah. indeed. So I actually yeah. quite enjoyed it. I yeah, I did. I I, I think as I said, I just I don't think I, just, I wasn't in the mood for that kind of episode. Ah. Um, I think I think it, I think it 
got what he what they wanted to do with it, which was to sort of make it some sort of Errol Flynn Robin Hood. It was, wasn't it? As, yeah. as opposed yeah. to trying to get it anywhere to any other of the stories or to mm. get make not didn't even try to go down to the making it gritty sort of part. No. The the Robin as played by Tom Riley was pretty much the of, of the sort of Errol Flynn sort of films. Yeah, it's very tongue in cheek, wasn't it? Yes. That portrayal. Yeah. Um yeah, and, I, I, and, and, yeah. and sort of almost taking the Mickey out of them with the constant laughing and the almost fire slapping. It's almost like yeah, them. like the um like a Lord Flashheart yeah. type of Robin Hood, sort of like slapping the thigh yeah. and <laughs> it was all yeah. that sort of uh, that take on it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was um I know it's not meant to be taken seriously. I know it isn't. Um, as I said, I just wasn't in the mood for it last night. And but on the second watch, I did enjoy it. Actually, I did. You know, I'm I'm glad I did watch it again because if I, I think if I'd have if I'd have just left it at that first viewing, I think I probably would have missed out yeah. on quite a fun episode. To be and honest, you'd never have watched it again. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have done. Um, probably right. not, not. Probably not until the the DVD uh, Blu-ray release. Whenever you know when that is yeah. later in the year. Uh, yeah, so I'm yeah, glad. Uh, yeah, I, did. I mean, yeah, there's there's bits of it. There are, you know, obviously over the top performances, but they're meant to be. Yeah, funnily it's... enough, the the one person I thought would be over the top was Ben Miller as the sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, because he even looked like Alan Rickman's version of uh, the sheriff of Nottingham, and he that was over the top. Alan Rickman's portrayal of the sheriff of Nottingham yeah. in Robin of Prince of Thieves was completely pantomime. <laughs> Rickman going over the top. I know, yeah. bizarre. I know, um, but actually, I think Ben Miller played it straight. To be honest, and yeah. I think he was quite yeah, a, 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 menacing um, and yeah, calculating. Yes, and, and I know quite a few people have said, "Is Ben Miller the master we've missed out on?" I think he probably is. I, I kind of agree with that. On that performance, you could very much have seen him being the sort of Roger Delgado. Yeah, type master. Yeah, now I don't know if he's ever played sort of the bad guy before, Ben Miller. Because I've only I only really known from obviously Armstrong and Miller show and uh, that what was it called Death in Paradise when he played yeah. that detective in the in the, in, uh, in the West Indies. So yeah, it's uh, I don't really know him from from that. Um, but the other things, yeah, sort of acting. They've, they've always sort of been fairly comedic roles. So see him doing something. It's weird, seeing him doing something serious in a comedic episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. He was the only one who wasn't really playing it for laughs. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, just like, and there was the odd bit that was over the top, but certainly um, the, the scene with hit, scenes with him and Clara I thought were good. Yeah. The scenes at the beginning where he first arrives on the horse was quite... For what was a comedic episode was quite... Yeah, now... I know we, we, we I know we're going to get onto stuff that was cut um sort of a, a bit later on but um I think the murder of Marion's father as you say when you first see the sheriff yeah that was pretty full on actually yeah. I, know, I know you didn't see the sword going in him but you you under no illusion what illusion happened, as to there. What happened yeah. there. Uh, I think that was pretty strong for a, a Saturday night yeah comedic episode it, of Doctor it, Who it, you know it didn't, Necessarily need it. No, it, it wasn't didn't. that it was so critical to the plot that you had to have that in. No, I thought just sitting. And it was even the fact it was evil, even the turning yeah. around and wiping the sword. Actually, yes. was the that was, was the, the thing. 
was the thing about that. Yeah. And it doesn't, yeah, there was no, nothing after that. It was just, yeah, no, I've killed you, that's it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there was no sort of uh, pithy line sort of dispose of this knave. or it was, There was nothing, no. you just left him dead on the floor, you know. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even use it for for a seat for the you know the to have the people mourning over him. It just was yeah, it's killed him. Let's, let's go, and that was it. That was yeah, the end of that, that yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. I did think that was rather rather strong. I mean, not not complaining against it at all. You know, no, but you know. but but in the context of this episode, I probably wouldn't have even thought about it in the context of the previous couple of episodes. No, but in this one, you did sort of think, oh, okay. Which was, as you say, was a jolly romp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the, and also the scene with the slave getting killed by the robot mm. when uh, it Marion goes to help him up. Yeah, and he says this this has expired or whatever mm. is spent. This and basically you see the steam coming from yes off, <laughs> off screen rather. <laughs> Yes, yeah, rather, rather bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and then you just turn around, and there's just this sort of outline, sh- steaming shape. Yeah, is... it was. It was. I think it was quite, you know, quite strong. Um, and you should, should we just talk about the edit now, as, as we're on the the, the subject yeah. of um, sort of the, the you know deaths and, and, and mutilation yes. in this particular episode? Um, now, for those of you who don't know what the edit was, basically, um, I think as we said. I can't remember if we did say in the news article, but I only recorded it a few minutes ago and I can't remember already. But basically, it, it was a, a beheading at the end of the episode. And basically, it was the uh, Sheriff of Nottingham that gets beheaded. Yes. Um, and which is the first reveal of him being a robot or part robot. And I have to admit, when I only actually watched this clip of the, of the bit that's been edited out after I'd watched the... Um, the, the full episode. Mm. And I must admit, I wasn't totally sure having watched the full episode without knowing where the, the scene was cut from. Yeah. Where the scene had come from, who, who it was that was beheaded and where the scene come from. Because I hadn't read up about it. Yeah, I mean... And they had done quite a good job of editing it without having to... without it being noticeable. Or dub on some extra dialogue afterwards, or so hastily, yeah. or so. No, I, I, I agree. I, I do think the edit was rather well done. It didn't detract um, from the end of the story no. at all. I actually you know? quite. I'm not too sure if I actually don't prefer it as the un, as, as with the as the edited version because it does leave you with this sort of were they weren't they robots. It, it feeling does. to yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, especially with the with the whole thing where you see he's he's tried to crawl out of the molten gold. Yeah. So it does sort of make oh oh is he a robot? I know he does. He's just, he says that I'm first of a new breed, half man, half machine, or half yeah. engine. Sorry, half half engine. Yeah. Um, but it was it's reasonably far away there, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But was... not only that, it would have shown um, the sheriff disarming Robin twice. Yeah. Which I think would would have broken the pacing of the fight, actually. Um, I suppose, yes, no. The, the one thing it would have done, one thing that scene does do, is actually give the Doctor and Clara something to do. It does, actually, yeah. Which is to throw the sheet over. Yeah. They are, they are, save, yeah. save Robin. They are sort of pretty at redundant stage. at the end, aren't they, the Doctor yeah. and Clara? They're, they're pretty redundant, 
most of the way through. Well, the Doctor pretty much is redundant most of the way through this, really, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, and it's, could, it's, it's and could be the, really And could be the, the, argu- the biggest argument you could have against this episode being that it's actually more of a Robin Hood episode than it is... Well, the Doctor leads the revolt, doesn't he? Yeah. He does lead the revolt, um, which I suppose, yeah, that, that's his <clears throat> that's his part. But actually defeating them at the end, that's, that is left down to Robin, really, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's... But, I, I but think... yeah, but, but I actually quite liked it with, without that. I, 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 like I say, without the, the finding out that he definitely was a robot. Yeah. I, I think the whole ambiguity of it was actually made it quite a a better ending but obviously if they do when obviously the dvd comes out they do go around back to reinserting the yeah i think that i think they i think they probably will to be honest i think they will there's there's no um i mean as we said in the news art we went through the reasons why they cut it and i think they were right to do so at for this time, week, for yeah. this week, yeah, it just, uh, it was the timing of it was just particularly. Yeah, I know some awful. people actually call for the entire episode to be delayed or never shown, which I think is over the top and ridiculous. To be honest, yeah. um, you know, let's separate fantasy from reality here, somewhat. Yeah, you know, come on. I mean, I know at the end of the day, it was a robot's head chopped off um, that was cut, but it was a human looking. Robot yeah. head, so I can understand why they did it. Um, but for, and the fact you know. and the fact that they could cut it and it didn't actually it didn't detract from the end of the story. Did it? And, yeah, I no. actually think it, as I said, as I keep saying now, it, <laughs> in some ways it did it did actually improve it to a slight extent. I don't it think did. It for did. me actually, I think I quite like the the fact that you're not sure and you're still not sure whether yeah exactly yeah. Whether, whether those two were robots, whether everyone was robots, or whether it was a real. A real Robin Hood or not? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do like that. I do like that. Um, but what I did like about, um, as I say, I sort of picked up these things on the second watching is really the sort of like they. I mean, Mark Gatiss took he took a lot of the Robin Hood legend and weaved it into this story, like the whole um, the fight on the um, on the bridge across the river. And instead of between, yeah. between Robin Hood and Little John, it's between the Doctor and Robin Hood. Yeah, and and the fact that it's not a sword fight. No, it's not. It's got the spoon. Yes. You know? um, I mean, I actually thought that was okay. He wasn't using a sword, but I thought that was very pertwee. Yeah, actually, to actually sort of um, take the fight to them, like, and show himself to be a, a rather um, a rather deft swordsman as well. Yeah, and just the, just the hitting him on the back of the head with the, the spoon. spoon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did like that. I did like that. Um, I think also the uh, I like the bit at the end. Where the doctor recognises Robin as Copperty's move, yeah, to push the sheriff off, realises exactly what he's going to do at that stage. Yeah, and... it sort of like gives it like a half, not sort of wink, but like a nod of recognition, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. Um, but also the whole thing with the um, the archery contest as well. That again, that's lifting out the Robin Hood legends. Um, then you've got all the, you know, all the merry men, which which Clara gives the name to. Yeah, as well. Um, the only thing I couldn't quite—I mean, the the only obvious joke which I didn't like was the little John turned out to be a dwarf. Yeah, which basically we'd had quite often, hadn't we? Yeah, uh, that was rather ob- an obvious, um, obvious joke. I think but... Blackadder was, wasn't it? Used that as originally um... in the 
first in, the, in the first series, series yeah you see the, the 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 large person coming to large him and suddenly uh, gets attacked by the by the dwarf doesn't it was it jack large yeah that was his name or was it jack large and he said we should call you little we should call you large jack and you said are you mocking yeah. my size <laughs> yeah um yeah uh yeah, I mean, I like that, but it never actually gave the name to the bloke you thought was Little John. He didn't. No. Have his, I've, now I'm trying to look. Hey, he's, the... he's just he's just Mr. Comic Comedic Effect man. Well, I was looking through the cast list. I know that there's somebody called Walter, and I'm assuming that's him. Right. I've got no idea. They could have called him. No, that's much the Miller's son, who was another one of Robin's merry men. Um, yeah. But there was no. He didn't, he didn't give him a name in the, in that at all. He just. But look in the. I think I think his name was Walter. Right. I think so. No idea. But. Uh, but yeah. But the thing is, the merry men. That I think that was one of my sort of criticisms. The merry men weren't given anything to do, were they? They're basically like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, I know that. That's pretty much what it was, wasn't it? With yeah. The... I, know, I, I, I must admit, I did like the, the Doctor with um, Anna Nadale and the fact that you're... Oh, if, if you if he was real, you'd only have six months to live because of this stuff. Because yeah. I am real. Oh, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he goes, when he goes he's going to... What was it? Suffolk, he was, he's going to... He's... Well, whatever it is. Reign of evil is going to go on forever. And he comes, Doctor comes out and goes, oh, six months in your case. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when... I suppose sort of, I mean, now I've sort of again sort of watched it a bit more closely without without my angry head on. Um, it, there was kind of that it was still that undercurrent of the Doctor not really caring because yeah. if he was real, he didn't care if he hurt his feelings or not. He just thought he well, in your in six months in your case. Yeah, and then the goodbye it was there wasn't a, a feeling of oh you know we can do something about this or yeah indeed it just it just was oh you're going to die then yeah exactly <laughs> oh if you are a real person you're going to die yeah so I, I I did like that actually I did like that yeah so I mean on the whole it it was quite a good I think quite a good um, take on the Robin Hood legend but the one thing I did like um, was the doctor in towards the end the doctor still didn't believe that he was real. Yeah, and the whole thing about that he would wouldn't be remembered, the real man wouldn't be remembered, and he, he would just be a legend. And I quite, I, I did actually quite like that take on it. Yeah, I mean, it, it did sort of the, the underlying story on this one, wasn't it? It was, was about legend and um, reality and people and mm. what, what what do you want to be? How do you want to be remembered? Or how do you want people to view you? Yeah, are you just a a person? Trying to do his best, or are you a person that's looking for fame and whatever? Yeah, see it. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I did quite like that. I did quite like that. It was sort of um, very interesting thing to do with it. Um, and I just like the fact that at the end, the Doctor didn't really, you know, still didn't really believe him. No, but you think he kind of admired the man anyway, whether he was Robin Hood or not. So no, yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I sort of. Um, I think, actually, I do think that's one of the one things I did like on the first viewing. I did like that whole thing about well, over time people have forgotten the real Robin. Yeah, and the stories will take over. Yeah, exactly. To, to the extent that he just becomes a mythical figure, rather. Yeah. Now, um, when they actually got onto the robots' spaceship, yeah, and they went through the Doctor Ah databanks, databanks, and he showed Robin all the uh, all the books and and films and 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 
texts that have been written about him. And then you see the quick glimpse of Patrick Troughton yes. as Robin Hood. Um, I, do, do, did you like that little... Because you always had the thing about the miniscope as well earlier, which I thought was a nice yeah. little nice little Pertwee reference there. Um, although, although when I was watching that, all I could think of is, oh, Radio Free Scara, I've now got some more sound clips. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um yeah, did, I mean, what did you think about the, the little trout on inclusion? Do you think that was a step I, step too far, or no? Because it was so, it was so quick, quick, and it was so him as you know out of not not in character or whatever. So yeah, I think I think I mean, that was quite nice. I thought. Yeah, because um, I've got to admit, the first time I watched it, that annoyed me as well. <laughs> <laughs> you really weren't in a good. Mood, I wasn't. I really didn't enjoy it on first viewing at all. Everything about it was just just rubbed me up the wrong way. I really you, didn't you, like it. You were still you were still in shock from Peter Duncan going, weren't you? <laughs> Don't remind <laughs> me. That's what it was. The tears were clouding your judgment as well as mine. Were. <laughs> oh god, no! It's uh, no, I must admit, yeah. On on second viewing, I, I'd sort of, I'd sort of, as I said, I'd calm down and I thought, yeah, it was a nice little inclusion because it was so brief, wasn't it? Yeah, it I mean, was it, so it, brief. this was sort of it, it, it's almost back to that sort of thing about the third episode being the slightly comedic one with the sort of curse of the black spot sort of thing mm. but i have to say this was much better than that <laughs> you know yes there, there, there's a lot um a lot of programs that are better much than, 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 than that yeah the black but, but, but if this at least was done and it did feel it was every, everything that was was corny or whatever was, was sort of done with a wink to camera yes so you know well this is how it is yeah, that's it. Now I did like it, and I like little, little, little things I liked in this episode as well. Was just the fact that when the Doctor pulls the arrow out of the TARDIS, mm. the hole mends itself. Yes, indeed, indeed. I also like the fact that the Doctor admits at the end that he cheated. <laughs> yeah, on being an expert bowman. So yeah, I'd, I'd like that as well. Um, it's a homing arrow that he uh, knocked up. That 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 actually was the only bit that was really actually that was the bit that was really bad about this episode. I think was the only. Was the only thing was the fact that oh they didn't have enough gold. So yeah, that was a bit enough gold. What in what mm, way? That in what way? Just, yeah. just having a bit more gold on board. Well, I also thought that you know, crazy. Also, I was, I was, why I was, they was making giant SIM cards. Well, do you know what? That just reminded me of Pfizer Pompeii. Yeah, when, when they they got the when they're building the circuits out of the out of the stone. Uh, yeah, that just reminded me of that. And I thought that was a little bit a little bit samey. To be honest, huh. um, I thought you know they were making giant SIM cards. Giant Even SIM cards, a, indeed, they, they were. Cut out the corner, and I don't. I mean, I also don't get how um, you know firing a golden arrow into the spaceship will give them enough boost. Yeah, it's not part of the no. bloody circuit. Yeah. You know, it, that that really was a how do yeah. we get out of this sort of thing. That re- yeah, that really was. Yeah, that yeah. was just the let's give it something a bit more. That's giving give an excuse to show why it's for the Doctor to say that he was only cheating and wasn't. Yeah. But then it also has some sort of Sesame Street-style resolution. Hey, we can do this together. Mm. It was sort of like... <laughs> so do, do you think Sesame that was... Street's a lesson than yeah. we cooperation. <laughs> talk, talk, get, get, talking about little nods back, though. Yeah. Do you think that was Gatiss saying about the Doctor when he knocks the sword out of Robin's hand so that they get captured? With the with the sort of kung fu move was the bit of sort of Venusian, Venusian Aikido. Yeah, it could have been. It, I, I have to watch it again. Does he do like a little heights? Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> he yeah, does, doesn't he? To that. 
Yeah. And I, I think that was pretty much, I think, <laughs> Daddy's trying to get that in somewhere. <laughs> I suspect he's been trying for a while, but hasn't really had I a doctor so. to, I think to so. do it. I think so, yeah. I mean, once it got... I think my... my I think still my one, my criticism of this is the comedic stuff they gave Capaldi to do was more suited to Matt Smith. Yeah, but once, other, but other once than it, the being grumpy, being grumpy was good. That was good. Yeah, but yeah, as you said, the actual visual, visual stuff, stuff would have been more. I think up Matt Smith's doctor would have been sort of thing. Definitely, have done. I did actually quite like. If we're going to talk about the fact of of stuff about a the age of this doctor, mm. I did quite like the the. The way it was, it was mentioned in this with the with Robin Keats talking about the fact, but well, you're not going to live much longer anyway, are you? And yeah, why why should I be the one that pretends he's dying? Well, you're nearer to it than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact we sort of, we suggested it was the doctor who should be moaning and groaning to yeah. attract the guard because you're you you know you've got a he's basically got a, a white complexion, pasty complexion. And was he saying something about the the Scots um, being adverse to vegetables yeah. <laughs> or something? So. Yeah, no, it, there was. I mean, there was a lot to like in this. I, I can imagine this one splitting the audience somewhat. Um, yeah, and it, it, it did with me. It did with me. You know, it I, probably was one of the things. But when you watched it once, you sort of get. Oh, now I, I totally get what this episode is trying to do. Yeah. So now let's go back and watch it again. Yeah. And now I can enjoy it because I know I'm not expect. I'm, I know where it's going. Mm. Sort of thing, rather than. Yeah, now is this trying to be—is this just trying to be clever for the sake of being, sake of being clever? clever. Or, or, yeah. No, no. It, It's—I uh, think it, uh, to, to begin with. Uh, so when I watched it the first time, that, I think that's what was going through my mind. I did think it's just trying to be clever. Yeah. I think that's what annoyed me. And then, uh, as I say, second viewing, I got what they were trying to do. Yeah. And I enjoyed it for that. To be honest. Yeah. I really did. Uh, but well, as usual, we've got the overall season story arc was weaved in again wasn't it yeah but at least it, i mean at least we didn't we didn't have ju- didn't, just the just the where are you again. going yeah that 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 was fine i mean like i say i don't mind that that's that was almost a throwaway thing that didn't affect this story at all no i mean he does mention sort of like, i love the fact he was sort of referring oh the half-faced man that half-faced man that's where he was going yeah. and um but I, I don't know if it's necessary to put that into Every single episode. Surely, everywhere the Doctor goes, he doesn't have to find a reference to the plot arc. Um, probably so that, not. Uh, yeah, they could they could miss out the odd one, but yeah, it's still unless unless of course you don't know, it may be crucial as to these where these robots may have fitted in at some point, and them not being there now could be crucial to the it could episodes be. coming up. Maybe it's a well. I'm not going to say anything because I. Obviously, we've seen the spoiler photos from the last uh, first yeah. episode, and, and yeah. those of you who haven't seen, I'm not going to go any further with that. But maybe yeah. there is a reason why. I, I, nearly, I, nearly, I nearly just said about what the obvious spoiler was that could mm. be with them. Yeah, of course, is what they needed. Uh yes, yes, um, indeed, indeed. But and the fact that they're not there with it mm. is that going to be crucial? Could or be. Is that going to be a plot point? It could be in the future. So but it may they, but, well be that the, 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 it does need them to have been heading been there. Heading to the promised land. Who knows? We've just yeah. given a massive clue there, haven't we, for those who don't know? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think people probably do know. But yeah. anyway, but we're not saying anything just in case. No. Just in case. So, But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think I'm, I'm sort of pretty much, that pretty much covers it for me, really. 
you know, it's um, I think we sort of covered most things. I think it was um, sort of well acted. I think it was well. I think it's well directed by Paul Murphy. Yeah. I think it's it's now sort of listened to it properly. I think it's probably one of Gates's best scripts. Yeah. That, he's, that he's given yeah, to the series because you, know? you knew once you once you accept it for what it's meant to be or what it's trying to be. Yeah. Then yeah, it, it's it's really real written. written. Oh, I can't say that. Let alone write it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's something that actually I quite enjoy, and I wouldn't mind watching again now. Yes, indeed, indeed. And uh, but next week we are back to um, well, it appears we're back to dark, serious stuff again, yes. aren't we? With uh, yes. listen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe this was a nice little um, little palate cleanser, I suppose you could mm. call it. Ready, ready yeah, for but, next it, week. but it needs that. We, it we, does, need some, yeah. we need something different in between epi- of episodes, otherwise, you do get. You do get, yeah, easy. exactly. It gets a bit too heavy, doesn't it? Yeah. It certainly does. So, uh, okay then. So, I think really, at the end of, I suppose we can say we both enjoyed it at the end, didn't we? So, yes. <laughs> three out of three. Bloody hell. What's going on? What, uh, I'm still two and a half. <laughs> you're still two and a half. I'm still three, but uh, you're, you're you're half half behind me. But uh, yeah. yes. So uh, yeah, that's it. Now, um, actually, for last week's episode, I hope this doesn't happen with this week's one. Um, if it does, I apologise in advance. But last week's episode was delayed getting out to you. Um, I do apologise for that, but it was it was circumstances. <laughs> yeah, I do apologise, but it, we had to release it in we the end. We had to release it in the end. <laughs> now, I do apologise that it was circumstances out of our control. It was our hosting company um, messed up. They tried to blame it on us, basically, um, but it was utter nonsense what they came back with um, because when I questioned uh, their accusation, they couldn't actually answer. So uh, there you go. There you go. So hopefully, so I do apologise for the delay, and hopefully this week's one isn't the same. Hope it goes out um, as as normal. That's all I can say. So if it is delayed, I apologise again. There we are. So as, as normal is the most we can hope for. Yes. <laughs> okay, everybody. So that wraps up for this week. So we shall be back next week with our review of Listen. So it's goodbye from me, Phil. Uh, goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Mm-hmm.